Welcome to another edition of TSC Music's Music with a Mission, where our purpose is to perpetuate and promote the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. We're delighted to be in the studio today. I'm Greg Thomas. David Ham is not here, but Misty is here. Misty Quinn, one of our choir administrators, and you've heard her on the podcast before. Misty, glad to have you. Glad to be here. She got pulled in about five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> because we have a guest all the way from Florida, Bailey Bussell. And Bailey is, uh, well, well, we'll talk about who she is and what she's done and, and what she does and what she's getting ready to do. Uh, on the podcast, we often have artists and musicians and singers and songwriters and choir directors and ministers and pastors. Uh, and today we've got a little bit of all of that wrapped up in this one person. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're so glad that she consented to be with us. Bailey, Welcome. Thanks for having me. Ah, you listened to one podcast I hear last night, and yep. it was the very first one. Yes, the very first one. You realize things one. have changed quite a bit since <laughs> That's that what first you told podcast. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well we, we are connected via your sister, who married mm-hmm. my wife's brother. Yes. So my sister-in-law, who is your sister, Lane, is your older sister. Yes. Which makes you the youngest of at least one. How many more? Two others. Two others. So the youngest of four. Four. Two boys, two girls? Mm-hmm. Awesome. And you're the young minister of the family? Yes. Wow. <laughs> young We're going to talk about how all that happened. <laughs> yeah. And where you getting, you know, what you're getting ready to get into mm-hmm. uh, momentarily. So tell us, growing up in Florida, mm-hmm. in a family of four, mm-hmm. what, what, what's your upbringing? Yeah, well, my upbringing's primarily just from a strong Christian home. Um, my parents have been together 37 years this past month in June, so thankful for that. And just grew up in a big soccer family. Um, soccer family. Yeah, soccer. <laughs> Pretty much every Saturday we were at the soccer field. And um, yeah, so by my sophomore year of high school, I was sick of that, and <laughs> I decided to quit soccer and start a band. And Wait, you started a band in your sophomore year? Of high school. Of high school? Yeah. Wow. So I started just kind of like a pop acoustic rock band, and I couldn't think of a name, so I called it the Bailey Bissell Band. The Bailey Bissell <laughs> Band. <laughs> you got any recordings of that so we can plug in here? Well, I do but I won't share them. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they're archived okay. away. <laughs> yes, the BBB. Yes, the BBB. Right. So yeah, there's the soccer rebel of the family. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did something else, but yeah. So so yeah, I just I grew up just like like with the passion for music. I would write songs when I was five or six and show them to my mom and um just write lyrics down. Um, and I taught myself how to play guitar when I was in sixth grade. So I guess I would be like 11, 10, 11 uh-huh. or 12. Um, my brother got a guitar for Christmas that year from our grandpa. And I would sneak in and play his guitar while he wasn't in there. And then he'd get mad at me. So, <laughs> so my grandpa got him a Fender Squire from Walmart or something. And then when he found out I was playing, he gave me his Gibson. Wow. <laughs> so I kind of got the better end of the up, deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From and, Walmart to Gibson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he gave me his Gibson that he bought um, in Nashville a long time ago. And that's the guitar I still play today. So, awesome. Yeah. But, that's like um, moving up from... Saskatchewan to, yeah. to, to, you know, yeah. to 
Nashville. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it was a blessing for sure. Wow. Yeah, and I guess um, so. Yeah, so when I learned how to play guitar, I told my middle school youth pastor that we needed to start a worship team, and so kind of helped start that at our church, and just have been helping lead worship ever since. And you're in the same church. Um, no, no, I'm not anymore. Well, okay. I attended Highland Park Nazarene in Lakeland, Florida um, until my, yeah, it was through my junior, the middle of my junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. I was involved in middle school worship and high school worship there. And then um, then I went to help serve at um, a Baptist church in Lakeland. And it was a pretty large church about, um, I think it's about 10,000 people there. Mm-hmm. And I was involved with um, leading worship at their main service I just helped sing there and then um, leading worship for the high school service and college services and then they started a church plant and I was the worship pastor at that church plant for a little while so I got a lot of experience there leading worship at three different services a week and I'm (laughs) really grateful for that opportunity and it helped me kind of get over that fear of being in front of a lot of people so so that kind of just went away then that's interesting interesting. yeah yeah so you you've been doing this for a little while. Yeah, well, yeah you're I not at the age where we're going to have a problem asking your age, are we? No, no, okay. I'm, no, I'm, I'm 22. 22, and you are already considered a worship pastor at several in several capacities, but yeah. at, at, at churches already at 22. Yeah, and you and so. you're about to step into a full time worship pastor role, which we're going to talk about. Yeah, at 22, but you're also yeah. going to be a choir director. Yes. At 22. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, this isn't going to be, this is going to be in Tennessee? Yes, this okay. is in Tennessee. And how I got to Tennessee um, was through college. I went to school at Trevecca Nazarene University in Nashville, um, just graduated this spring. But there I got a lot of great opportunities to mm-hmm. grow um, and just in my understanding of theology and how that plays into music and it's so important. And yeah. so I think I got my experience of kind of doing it like in high school and middle school. And then when I came to college, I just was able to have a deeper understanding of what mm-hmm. we're doing and mm-hmm. why we do it. Yeah. Um, so I was able to participate in chapel in the chapel leading worship for that. And then also I was on a public relations team for a year traveling to different Nazarene churches in the Southeast and helping lead worship with that team. So just through those experiences and leading worship at my church in Nashville, Mm -hmm. I've really gained um, a better understanding and um, also through the help of mentors to help kind of guide me through it. But that's how I ended up in the big city, the music. One of the music capitals, although I still yeah. think New York is it, but yeah, for uh, <laughs> <Her> debate, yeah, <laughs> one of the new, one of the music capitals yeah. of the world, Tennessee, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now you're going to be leading worship there. We're going to get into that because that's mm-hmm. there's a lot going on right there, yeah. and especially if you if you know when we talk about directing a choir, which I understand you've not done before. Nope. This is going to be a whole new experience. New experience. Yeah, yeah. Any trepidation? I mean, you got people who perhaps are choir people who are going to be there and going to have a way of doing things. Yeah. Well, I've I've been trying to just kind of talk to people and... um, like people like you or just different pastors that I know who deal with that um, Mm and who lead choirs and... Um, I guess that's not at all a part of my background musically, so it's definitely going to be 
it's a big learning curve for me to jump in and start this role and learn how to use my hands to conduct it. Uh, nobody so, yeah. pays attention to that. Okay, anyway, good. So. That's what I've heard. But <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, that's aerobics. You know, that's your workout for the for the summer yeah. so, No. So, so you're, so you're moving into this position. You grew up in this family, which is musical or no? Not really. Because I've never heard your sister sing. Well, no, no, that's not true. That's yeah. not true. Uh, <laughs> sure I heard, heard her singing around the house a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> but I've not yeah. heard her sing sing. Maybe we yeah. can start a well contemporary Christian oh, rock yeah. band here. Yeah. And if you play, she'll probably join. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she was pretty musical. I think I remember her teaching herself how to play piano, and she'd play. She had the lame is. Um, uh-huh. songbook and yeah. she'd teach herself all those songs so if you kind of pushed her a little bit she, she might do something it's got to be a little incentive yeah. right? <laughs> you find a way to get Elaine's a tough cookie yeah, <laughs> but you got Lane okay so Lane and then um, Blaze is your brother mm-hmm. and and Benji Benji mm-hmm. are they musical Blaze I don't I wouldn't say he's musical. He loves music, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's really musical. But Benji is probably the most naturally gifted musical person I've ever mm-hmm. known. <laughs> um, he's just, he's awesome. He can just teach himself, like, I don't know, he learns by ear. So he's right. just really, he just has this touch on the guitar that's great. And he's in a band now called The Careful Ones. The Careful so, Ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christian band, rock band was what is um, it? I think it's kind of a, like an indie, indie folk band, okay. kind of. So ah, yeah, nice. Well, we, we've got a guitar on the way over, so no guest has ever been on the podcast <laughs> and not played or sang. So <laughs> you have to do both before you leave. We'll get to that uh, a little later. Mom and Dad, Tim, Shar, 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 mm-hmm. uh, musical. No. I had a great time with them the other day. By the way, you all oh, of you guys yeah, were out yeah. of the house. It was so. a great time. Yeah. Um, they will, again, same as Blaze, I guess they both love music, but they're not, not super musical. I think my mom used to play piano, but not super musical. Okay. So it really kind of fell on you. This is God's calling for your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can, I can relate cause I'm, I'm the youngest of six and believe mm-hmm. me, none of my siblings are, are, are yeah. musical. My brother tried to do a, you know, a, a band back mm-hmm. in the day and, uh. You know, it's a local city band, and yeah. you know, they had local city success. Yes. But that was pretty much the extent yeah. of it. You know, the Not next town over had never heard of them, they didn't want to hear of them. So it was just one of, one of those things. But yeah. growing up in the church, it, just, it kind of rubs off on you. Yeah. And then ultimately, yeah, you sure. get to a place where you, like you said earlier, where you understand why you do what you do. There's a different appreciation or deeper appreciation for for music and the need for the Word of God to be intertwined. Yes. In that, so mm-hmm. that your direction and your purpose can all be uh, solidified. Yeah. Missy's here. She's representing choir administrator. So we're going <laughs> <laughs> so to get into that a little bit. We're going to take a quick break. Come back with our guest, Bailey, right after this message.
until you've seen the night. I won't settle down until you're out in the world. Play your no, I won't let go. No, those things went wrong. I know you. And we're back right here on TSC Music with our guest from from Lakeland, Florida, via, well, I guess it's Lakeland, Florida, on our way to Tennessee. This is a pit stop right here in New York for you. (laughs) (laughs) Bailey Bissell. And um, uh, just just getting the background on where Bailey comes from and the stock she comes from. And uh, so this is definitely a call of God on your life. And uh, and you're about to really walk in it head first. Yeah. And so you're talking to all the people. You're trying to get a, a handle on this whole choir directing, worship leader thing. Now, you've done the worship leading before. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? When you say worship leader, what does that mean to you when you stand in front of that congregation? Well, it's really packed with a lot of different things. Um, I guess... I think a lot of people tend to focus on the music aspect of it and mm-hmm. just it's just a matter of picking a song and playing it and then that's that and hopefully people join in and sing but I guess mm-hmm. there's I've just come to understand that there's so much more that goes into it and um I think it starts with I guess it just starts with a love for for God mm-hmm. at first and um then you have to have love for music and um and the heart for that and kind of a mental wiring like towards creativity, I yeah, guess something yeah. like that comes into it. And then, but I think the strongest um, or the most important part of it is theological understanding and um, thinking about what you're doing when you're leading people in worship together. Um, I guess it's just a time to teach the congregation theology mm-hmm. and, um, just different I guess just like I guess like for me from my personal experience I I can be moved by a sermon and I can be moved by a pastor's words but I usually forget what he says Mm -hmm. but songs stay with me always and I find myself singing them throughout the week or they come up in my mind um randomly so I guess that's why I think it's so crucial to just thoughtfully and deliberately choose what songs you play and what songs you choose to lead the congregation and mm-hmm. through worship, because that's what, um, what I think people remember and it's an easy way to learn True. theology. And songs can mm-hmm. speak to people in ways sermons can't. Yes. And yeah, vice versa. Sure. Sermons will meet people in places where songs can't. Yeah. Um, uh, but so they both have very specific roles and very individual, yeah, very sure. individual roles. Definitely. Um, 
uh, there are some sermons where you grab nuggets and you just kind of run with that and you've got yeah. this one thought that just yeah. penetrated your heart and, you, and, mm-hmm. and it stirs your spirit. But then there's a song that not only has a thought, but it's got a melody to it. Yeah. So it's easier, easier to, to attach to that song mm-hmm. to the melody, yeah. which sticks in your head. And everybody, yeah. and every songwriter wants to start their song with the right hook, right? They want to yeah. have that <laughs> one line yeah. that everybody remembers. And so mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll mention the title of a song and everybody goes to the same line because that's mm-hmm. the hook in the song. Yeah. It's, it's the, yeah. you know, it's like, it's the bait in other words. In other mm-hmm. words, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's the part that sticks. Sure. But you can tell, you can give somebody a sermon title and they can't remember the content or yeah. the context yeah. in which that sermon title mm-hmm. was you yeah. know, pulled from uh, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So there's something about spoken word and song word that mm-hmm. uh, they have their, their, they their different places. both have their place for places, sure. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you, you uh, stand in front of this congregation, you minister to God with the people and, and to the people at some point. Uh, when, when you're preparing from Monday to Sunday, because mm-hmm. uh, I assume you... Well, we'll be leading the worship on Sunday, yeah. Yeah. primarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how do you prepare? What's, what's what's preparation like for you? Let's see. Well, I guess as of late, um, in the role that I'm in now, um, I meet with the pastor during the week, um, kind of go over where they're heading for the sermon on Sunday and um, talk about different themes within the sermon and mm-hmm. um, try to really start there because... I think it's important that it's connected with the sermon and it's not just that the whole worship service is kind of this movement that the congregation goes through together. Um, So we start there, just talk about themes. And then um, with the pastor, we talk about different song possibilities and just try to stay on the same page. So the pastor is very involved with your song Mm -hmm. selection. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Pretty pretty involved. Um, And there is, there is freedom. Um, for the worship leader to to like kind of make the final decision mm-hmm. on sure. that, um, just with different musical, I don't know, subtleties, right. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it really just starts with like the theology of that day. And, and how far out do you know what the pastor is going to speak for the Sunday? Um, let's see. Well, with this pastor, it's kind of that Tuesday or Wednesday before, uh-huh. so it's a little. Um, Sometimes it can cut a little close, but it's just kind of the rhythm of the church. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, usually like Tuesday or Wednesday before. What if he called you or she called you Saturday night and says, I don't have a specific direction? Hmm. <laughs> well, let's see. I guess at that point, I would probably choose more general praise songs, uh-huh. I guess, and just kind of try to let the Lord lead me and yeah. maybe just pick general stuff. So I'm not playing. Because that never well. happens yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We never know what, yeah. what's coming That's down the pipe. Yeah. You know? yeah. uh, but it is important. We've shared this on the podcast. We like mm-hmm. to use this podcast as an educational and an instructional mm-hmm. uh, outlet as well. Um, but there, you know, but every demographic is different. You know, yeah. there's some churches that require regular weekly meetings, yeah. and the pastor will pour into the worship leaders and vice versa. And and Sunday is a, uh, for lack of a better term. Um, a package mm-hmm. song and message. They kind of, it's a, it's a dance. It's a, yeah. you know, an exchange. And then in other cases, worship is just song service worship. I mean, everybody just worships God and then that prepares them, prepares the people to receive whatever God is going to give mm-hmm. them uh, via the priest message. And so 
Uh, so it's a different, you know, it's a different demographic, yeah. you know, uh, very different. I'd love to put you on the platform here one Sunday and tell you great. nothing. Just give you a guitar and a microphone and say, hey, lead us in worship. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be great. Yeah. Because one cool. thing I love about here is that the people will worship. They don't care. They yeah. just, they just mm-hmm. know. And That's believe awesome. in worshiping God, and yeah. um, and they and love all the styles. Exactly, the styles. And, they, and the styles are just across the map. You yeah. get everything, That's great. And so it's been real pleasure to to That's serve awesome. you. So you sit with the pastor each week. Now you got this choir element. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how big the choir is yet? Um, I think it's about twenty people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 20 is a lot when you yeah. c- consider the fact that it's a how, how big is the church by the way the church is between 500 and 600 okay. people so 20 is it's a good number mm-hmm. uh so you can get a lot of headache with 20 people great what is your biggest concern with choir directing mm, outside guess, of the fact that you've not done it before what's yeah. your biggest concern um I tend to be pretty soft-spoken. No. No. Yeah, I tend to be pretty soft-spoken, and at times I worry about being authoritative. Uh Um, I don't don't know. I guess that's my biggest concern is um, where's the line between being authoritative and leading and um, being gentle, I guess, Mm. um, and trying to go against my nature of Uh just whatever easy going but with choir like you have to get people on the same page so mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. going to be different um to just kind of speak with authority and and not let the fact that i'm young influence that and just not, not let that, that factor into it yeah because a lot of the people in the choir will be like at least 10 years older 10 years 20 years 30 years yeah. older than me so yeah. <laughs> um and just hoping that they will see me as their leader and that I'm in this position for yeah. a reason and respect If you've that, got the support so. of your leadership, though, that should be yeah. fairly yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. Fairly easy. People are yeah. going to be people, but yeah. that should be fairly easy. I did this first when I was 13. Ooh. Really young. So I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I can relate to uh, some of the concerns. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk after the podcast. Uh, yeah. But again, the demographics are very different. I was yeah. northeast. You're going to be in the southeast. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, well, not southeast. You're going to be more like. I think yeah, yeah I so guess it's still considered southeast. southeast. Yeah, Tennessee, pretty so. southern. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, yeah, it's different. You know, and the people are a little more laid back there. You know, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. was dealing with Jersey Heights Ooh. and New Yorkers. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty interesting. <laughs> well, that's a, that's an after the podcast. That's afterglow yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take another quick break and come right back after this quick message. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God love. is merciful. God is the husband to the widow. God is the one with your God answer. is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church in New York City. If you have a Bible, I encourage you to read the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 15 to 23. 
In this passage of Scripture, the Apostle Paul describes the church as the place where God chooses to show His power towards those of us who need help. So many people in our generation today have unwisely chosen to abandon the house of God. The church is a place where we can find friendship, we can find comfort in our time of need and support that so many of us need so desperately at this time. It's a place where we can pour out in prayer the private needs of our hearts without any fear of being rejected by God. It is an awesome thing to be part of the church of Jesus Christ. It's a place where you and I can pray because it is time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. And we're back and we're having a wonderful conversation uh, in the studio here with our sister Bailey and of course Misty over there. Now, part of your, and I'm assuming this, part of your choir directing responsibility is also going to involve some administration of this choir. Is that correct? Yes. Do you have to, do you, are you able to appoint other people to help you in that area or are you required to just handle it for the first part of this? I think that falls on me. I guess it doesn't mean that I couldn't delegate it to someone Mm -hmm. who desired to serve in that way. But for the most part, it's my responsibility to make sure that gets done in some way. I have found that when you have to be the choir director and the administrator and the minister and the musician, you've also got to be the person learning the songs, learning the parts, teaching the part. When you've got Mm. to do all those things, Mm -hmm. something usually suffers. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's usually the music side of things because you need time to be creative. You need time to be hearing from God through the songs that you're hearing, mm-hmm. finding the right song. You need time to be finding the right music for the congregation and for the choir and music that works with the voices that you're that you're forced to work with, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and so uh, and that's why we have people like Misty and mm-hmm. Tiffany here who are choir ministries. I realized long ago that. Uh, uh, if you've got to administrate everything, especially in a church this size, yeah. where you, your choir is 150 people, yeah. it's it's insane to try to administrate that without having good help. Yeah. Um, so Misty is somebody else uh, who who mm-hmm. you can talk to. What yeah. do you see as some of the administrative responsibilities for this choir? Um, I guess just making sure everyone knows where they need to be, when they need to be there, mm-hmm. how long... Um, practices will be um making sure that they get music like beforehand um before the practice so they know where we're going so the practice is efficient and um yeah i guess just all those little logistics i guess the less you have to do that the more time you have for for music yeah and that alone is a lot of administration yeah because whether it's 150 or whether it's 20 20 people's schedules 20 people's in emails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. 20 yeah. people's phone calls mm-hmm. with questions or, oh, I yeah. need to call out. I'm not feeling well. It is a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Um, you know, and I love what Greg said. You know, if, if someone is there that you find that is willing to serve to give you a hand with that, that's really committed and on the same page with you, mm-hmm. it would be wonderful yeah. um, because it's a lot. And I can relate to what you said, too, about that balance, trying to find that balance between your words, authorita- being authoritative, mm-hmm. having that leadership role, but all, and giving direction of mm-hmm. some kind, but also being having gentle hands, mm-hmm. is, using Greg's words, yeah. gentle hands. I am on the other end of the pendulum yeah, <laughs> and yeah. ha- tend to be a little 
heavy handed. Yeah. <laughs> and so well, when this I is could, New York, so yeah, yeah, it's okay. New York. Used to that. If you want to <laughs> swing one way, you probably should swing that way. But yeah. <laughs> when I came, I remember, like yourself, everyone that I help oversee was older than me. Yeah. Just like yourself, mm-hmm. you know at least by five years and usually by 30, 40 years. Um, and so it was like a little bit of a concern, you know, am I able to give direction? Mm-hmm. Am I able to do that respectfully? Am I able to do that with with the right tone and the right mm-hmm. form of communication where it's received well? And I think when I came at first, I was a bit heavy handed, yeah. whereas another person like yourself might be too gentle, yeah. but the Lord really, mm-hmm. I would just encourage you, he, he helped me along the way. And I used people like Greg as an example, another choir director we used to have here named Dorian, just by watching them Mm -hmm. and how they interacted with people of all ages. They themselves are much younger than many people that they direct. Um, How they interacted with different ages, different backgrounds, Mm -hmm. very different personalities. And 20 is a lot of people. You know, I learned. And I know the Lord will will help you with that. Yeah, and something that comes to mind that I've been trying to dwell on a little bit this summer is First Timothy 4.12 that says, do not let anyone look down on you because mm-hmm. you're young, but set an example. Right. Yes. Like in, I think it's, I forget exactly what it is, but just in faith and in life yes. and love and I think purity or something. But yeah, but that's just, I've been trying to remember that uh-huh. when I feel yes. young. Yes. <laughs> The biggest lesson I learned with that, watching Greg, I used to be in the choir before Mm -hmm. I worked as a choir administrator, and I watched Greg and the other gentleman, Dorian, um, they led by example. They Mm -hmm. didn't hold the choir or the worship leaders or anyone else, the band, to a a standard that they didn't themselves live by. Mm -hmm. And they were very accessible. Mm -hmm. You know, there there was no chasm between just because they were a leader of a large group, it wasn't like they weren't accessible or that they, just because they had so many responsibilities that they didn't care about us individually. You know, and that makes a big difference because if someone feels cared about and then they're more likely to want to follow you. There's like a mutual respect. Yes, exactly. And that's sometimes it's a learning process because personalities are personalities and you don't always connect with people right away. You know, but... Little by little, you learn, you yeah. know? Yeah. What would you say the requirements are for the people in this choir? Because I assume the majority of the people who are in the choir now are in the choir. They've already been yeah. in the choir. Yeah. There's really mm-hmm. nothing you can do about it. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. <laughs> so you're yeah. stuck with whatever you, whatever you get. Yeah. But moving forward, I mean, I, well, and actually looking back, uh, and I assume you've spoken to the past. If not, you should. Uh, yeah. What are the requirements for people to be involved in the choir? Well, I know that, well, this summer there's an intern. It's a pastor's son who's interning, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm, um, there's like a little bit of a gap between when I accepted and when I'm starting in August. Um, But I know that they were working on a covenant for Mm -hmm. the choir and just to um, commit to be there and um, just different things. Like I will be here. I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess just kind of basic agreements like that that are important to be in the choir. (laughs) Okay. And will you be able to add to that as you grow? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's freedom to change that if, it needs to be changed. Right. What is your goal with this choir? I mean, do you see it growing mm. beyond 20? I mean, a congregation of 500, 600, you're doing about, what, 5% now? 
Yeah. Is that right? Mm. My math is correct. About 5% of the congregation. Misty's yeah. the math person. <laughs> <laughs> My husband should really be yeah. here. But. <laughs> yeah, I, but, but how big can this choir be, in other words? Yeah. So you have space to hold 60? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I'd, love, I'd love to see it grow, just if hopefully there's more of an interest to be involved. And um, if it's something that um, people have a pa- like a passion for or a gift mm-hmm. for, I'd love to see them step okay. up and want to be involved. Let's talk about music style. Let's talk about what okay. this choir is going to do because yeah. we're gonna we're gonna hear your style in a minute. I've heard some of your music, by the way. So, <laughs> uh, but let's talk about style. There's there's, okay. there's this choir who will be singing. What is it? Paul Balash? Is it Israel Houghton? Is it Andre Crouch? Uh, mm. What what kind of music? Or have you gotten there yet? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> um, I know that typically um, this is actually something one of the choir members told me um that they have tended to sing kind of like Chris Tomlin or just kind of I guess band worship songs mm-hmm. more so and I've heard from them that they would like to be a little more challenged musically and okay. a lot of them come from a musical background and kind of more of a formal musical background uh-huh. and so that's kind of a big gap with me just that I've one, I've never directed a choir before, and also that's not really my background so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to come from more of a either hymn background or like kind of mixed with contemporary. Right, right. Um, so yeah, so that's I guess that's probably the style they'd like to go in. So more mm-hmm. of choir songs. Okay, one of the things I used to ask choir members that if this is something you want to see, if there's something you want to see change then I would have them bring in some song suggestions so I can get a feel yeah. for what kind of stuff. Now, you can be overloaded with stuff. You get yeah. everything. You get stuff that you can listen to and say, oh, my God, what is that? You know, you, yeah. you don't want to play it. But then there'll be other stuff that's going to challenge you mm-hmm. musically. But don't be afraid of the challenge. You know, you yeah. really want to embrace the challenge. But that's a good start. I mean, with 20 people, you can probably easily do that. It's probably mm-hmm. a good start, too, yeah. to have them start sending you stuff now. Yeah. So yeah, that you can sure. start listening and getting familiar with, um, with that. What's your band structure like now? Um, the band, I think it's, I've only been to a church service once so far, but okay. um, it's usually drummer, bass player, electric guitar, acoustic guitar, and piano. So mm-hmm. something like that. Okay. Young, middle age, mixed? I think it's mixed, okay. but mostly seems like the church is probably more young families and mm-hmm. then it it really is all ages but i think mostly in the praise team i think it's a lot of dads like right. young dads okay so. and is there a band leader or are you the band leader as well i'm the yeah the band leader as well so choir director then i move we didn't over talk about to this before leader. because that's another hat <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah well i'm much more comfortable with that hat than really? <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i'm wow. ready for that but okay. <laughs> yeah. so you can you can have some command in that area because you've mm-hmm. done that before yeah i'm really comfortable there good but. good good Wow, this is exciting. I mean, we got so much to talk about. We can't do it all in this podcast, <laughs> yeah. of course. And we don't want this to be yeah. us telling you what to right, do, but right. it's, it's just interesting you. to hear. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be interesting to have you back after you've gotten settled in your space, yeah, maybe a year from now, and we kind of see how Give things have update. changed and grown. You know, mm-hmm. that's going to be going to be awesome. So, <laughs> you're moving to Tennessee. That means that you're going to be away from mom and dad. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been away from them for four years. So, right, so. It's, yeah. <laughs> they're not used to having you back here, right? No, they're not. Well, it's different after college because, you know, you know, when you're coming home for Christmas break, you know, you're coming home for right. different breaks. 
So, but now it's kind of open ended and. There's two weeks vacation wow. every year, so it's different. it's different, very Absolutely. different this time. But yeah. yeah, so away from mom and dad, you've obviously been away from your siblings for a while. Mm-hmm. You communicate on a yeah, ongoing yeah. basis, of course. Then, uh, yeah, so you're going to be in Tennessee mm-hmm. at this new this new position mm-hmm. in this new position at this new church away from home. Town. That means mm-hmm. you're probably living on your own. Yep. Everything is going to be different because you were yeah. staying on campus before, right? I was on campus, and um, so yeah, I went to school in Nashville for four years, mm-hmm. and I'm moving to Clarksville, Tennessee. It's an hour northwest of Nashville, okay. so and I don't know anyone there. So got your car be, yet? Yep, got a car. Got a car. Got a car. Oh, so you you're set. You're going yeah, back yeah. and you're going to I'm work. Pretty, I'm pretty set. That is awesome. Let's mm-hmm. talk about your preparation for this position. You obviously went to college. You went to mm-hmm. seminary or. Bible school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, how do you feel that that prepared you for what you're about to walk into? Yeah, I, I'm really, really, really grateful for that education. Um, I went into it's a, called a re, the religion program at Trevecca. Um, mm-hmm. it's mostly philosophy, theology, Christian ministry, kind of all mixed into one. But when I um, declared that major, um, I was expecting something totally different. I was expecting more kind of practical, um, like this is how you do ministry and that's mm-hmm. that. But it was completely different and it's much more um, reading and writing and um, a lot of big words. <laughs> so it's very different than what I thought I was getting myself into, uh-huh. but it really kind of rocked my world and um, kind of, there was a hard process with um, with my own personal faith, just kind of learning like, um, a lot of things that I thought were true growing up, um, mm-hmm. I guess, like from, I guess, like a layman's perspective, pretty much. Um, okay. A lot of that foundation that I had was kind of broken by this program and um, kind of rebuilt and saying like, OK, so when I thought this thing, it wasn't really that it's this and um, just kind of finding, I guess I found a deeper understanding of my faith and um. Yeah, it was kind of broken a little bit for a while, but then just kind of rebuilt. So, didn't expect that, but uh-huh. okay, <laughs> but it's a good growing experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you feel that you're going to be able to use a good portion of that in this music ministry at all? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, one one of the biggest pieces of my education was a class called Biblical Exegesis, mm-hmm. and just um doing exegetical projects on yes. like tiny portions of scripture and um, writing a 16 page paper on that, like mm. on four sentences <laughs> um, and just looking at wow. the context and um, historical context and just the literary elements of it and just finding how that informs um, the scripture that was written and then how we take that and apply it to our lives today. Right. So, and I think that really goes hand in hand with worship like it's just good to know that background to be able to figure out what songs to sing and absolutely and theologically grounded songs yeah so I'm and it makes your understanding it. of a song so much de- better yeah. and so much deeper mm-hmm. and then you can deliver that song a lot better yeah you know for sure. uh, a lot of people sing the so- sing songs that they don't unfortunately don't really believe you know mm-hmm. and in some cases don't really practice you know yeah. it's one thing to yeah. say i surrender all mm-hmm. but then i got this 
tinderbox over here that I'm yeah. not letting God get a hold of. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, yeah. Uh, it really does challenge one's faith uh, yeah. to really start yeah. to live the song and not sing the lie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we're going to take one more break. Um, and then we're going to come back, and then uh, you got to do something that uh, okay. all of our guests do before they eat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right after this. All right. It's not the hard to breathe. And we're back and we're having a wonderful conversation with our good friend and sister Bailey. And uh, we, we, what we didn't talk about yet was the fact that you write and compose your own music. So how many songs are in the bag already? Oh, there's a lot from my younger years okay. those are the, Those are some of the good ones, I'm telling you. I pulled <laughs> out, I, I got to tell the story. A few weeks ago, <laughs> about a month ago, I pulled out a song in choir rehearsal that I wrote probably the second song that I ever wrote for choir. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is over 22 years ago. So you weren't even born. (laughs) (laughs) And I taught it to the choir in rehearsal just on a whim because it's got a lot of counterparts Mm -hmm. and I had never taught it to anybody before. And Hmm. I just thought, let me just see if the choir can work with this. Mm -hmm. And they loved it. They they just ate it up. It's It's not something we'll do on a Sunday because I don't think it's, Outside of that one section I taught, it's not really uh, uh, scripturally sound. (laughs) (laughs) But musically, it was happening. People, they they ate it up. And they're like, what's the rest of it? I was like, that's the best part of the song. I think you need to rewrite it. I I think so. I think some of the best songs are some of the earlier ones. You know why? Because they were so innocent. Finish it, rather. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you may not have been 
you know, you hadn't gone to school yet. You don't have all the theology under your belt. <laughs> but it was so innocent. You loved God, and it was just where you were. It was that childlike yeah. faith. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. came out in, in, in one of these songs called Going Home. I wasn't ready to go home. I, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was not ready to go to heaven. I wasn't. <laughs> but, uh, but that's the title of the song, Going mm-hmm. Home. And the choir just ate it up. Had a lot of fun with it. So uh, awesome. it's probably some of your best your best pieces yeah. I think. you know yeah, we'll have to take a look at those yeah, absolutely. Yeah. we are our worst critics a lot of times yes. people yes. hear our music and they love it better than we do because mm-hmm. we've heard it over and over mm-hmm. and, and over and it's weird to hear yourself on a recording yeah. like what is that what I sound like or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you'll yeah. send us some music that you've written. Yeah, and yeah. I'll send you the ones that I yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm going to give you a homework assignment because next okay. year, this time, we got to have you back. So work okay. out your vacation or maybe I'll call, you, <laughs> I'll call your pastor and ask yeah. her. If, uh, is it a she, yeah, he or a she, by the way? It's a he. Okay. So the, the, one, the church I'm at now is a she, but the church... Where I'm going to be the worship pastor is the he. Okay, so yeah. we'll 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 reach we'll we'll out him. to him and yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if we can't release you for one day during the yeah. week, we'll fly you up and fly you back all the same day. Cool, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> so First Chronicles, chapter fifteen. Okay. Verse twenty-two. Okay. All right, that's part one. First Chronicles okay. chapter fifteen. Verse twenty-two. Verse twenty-two, and then I want you to take a look at Second Chronicles chapter twenty. Okay. Verse 1 through 20. Okay. 1 through 20. 1 through 20. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. This will take me a year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want your take on it, and I want to yeah. see how you see that passage, those two passages, okay. that one verse and that passage, and apply it to music ministry, because okay. I use it a lot, Yeah. and it really has helped to steer uh, how people get in the choir, mm-hmm. what their role is what their role is in the context of the worship service. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you one more question? When you yeah. think of the term worship, does music automatically come to mind? Hmm. Lately, it hasn't as much. Um, I guess it is a big part of how I like to worship, but mm-hmm. it's really just, I think worship is just a lifestyle and can be anything. It can be... Um, walking down the street it can be talking to family it can be um just anything that you do unto the lord is mm-hmm. worship yeah yeah because so many people I, I i hear so often especially of late in the church circle we're going to worship god now mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah hear that, mm-hmm. that statement now we're going to worship yeah. for a little bit well what were we doing before we were doing what we're about to do yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure you know yeah and i think we've kind of gotten into using these phrases yeah. that we have caused the church to start to define these very significant terms mm-hmm. outside of what they really yeah, yeah. are meant to be. Yeah, I think another thing too is a lot of the time when we talk about worship, we associate it mostly with praise, but mm-hmm. there's so many other like areas of worship. Like there's like- Giving, I think giving we, is Yeah, giving like, or we tend to call like worship teams praise teams. But yeah. if you think about it, like is there a lament team? Yeah. Or is there a- <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Bailey, it's been a pleasure. And uh, we're just 
scraping the tip of the iceberg here with you, but you've got this tailor in your hand. Yeah. Uh, we nice put away tailor. the Takamini because that was mine. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's a skilled guitar. musician, so I had to give her something that cost a little more. <laughs> Those are good guitars, too. Yeah, but the tailor is on your lap, and uh, why don't you send us home with a thought, something on your heart. Sure. Well, I'll just share with you the song that I've really loved to play um, lately.
sweet <laughs> very sweet your your voice uh your speaking voice and your singing voice are very different That's what I hear a lot. yeah because when you talk it's you know it's yep. a little soft and yeah it's got your mom's voice <laughs> but when you sing you've got your dad's voice it's like it's big you know That's <laughs> no very very special very good very, i love it i can't wait to hear more of it yeah, can't wait to hear more of it. Can't wait to tap into what's happening in Tennessee and what else is happening with Bailey. You got to go. Are you online at all? Can yeah. people follow you? Well, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. Okay. That's, That's a personal page, though. It's not yeah, like the yeah. church page or anything. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, when you get set up with the church, you got to let us know. You got to tap into TSC Music on Facebook yeah. and make sure yeah, that yeah. we're following each other. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, hey, guys, do be in prayer for Bailey. She's getting ready to walk into a new chapter of her life and ministry there in Tennessee. And we're so glad that uh, we got you at the beginning. And uh, any way we can help right here in, from New York, you. you let us know. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about anyway. So, uh, <laughs> But any way we can help. Misty, so glad to have you. Thanks for jumping in at the 11th hour. Or, Thank you. <laughs> and Bailey, of course, uh, enjoy your stay. Well, how long are you in New York? I leave tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Way to kick off. So tomorrow you can celebrate. Thanks so much. Hey, remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Greg Thomas. Join us again next time on TSC Music with a Mission. Take joy, my King, in what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. We also hope you'll join the conversation online because Music with a Mission doesn't end here. So check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on Twitter at TSC Music Tweet, and don't forget to use the hashtag MWM Podcast. Watch and share videos on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash TSC Music TV. And of course, you can always email us at music at timesquarechurch.org or visit the website tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn and Jung Bing Kim, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. <laughs>